Hey, Josh, ask me, who's my favorite Robin? Didn't, didn't we do that last time? Just ask me. Okay. Who's your favorite Robin? Jason Todd slash Red Hood, because he does whatever he wants, just like my boy, Joe Rogan. The fuck, Joe Rogan's your boy? That's right, because he does whatever it takes. He will lie to the public. He will change his whole personality to appease his fan base. He'll be a borderline sociopath and have the biggest ego ever. Are you talking about Jason Todd or Joe Rogan? Yes. Krakoa Radio presents... Good morning, Gotham. I am your host, Nick, with my lovely co-host. It's Josh. And dude, it's nighttime. What are you talking about? Good morning, Gotham. This is good night, Gotham. They don't know that. Oh. They don't know that. But we don't know when they're listening to this. So good morning, Gotham. All right. (laughs) Anyways, Josh, what's going on, everybody? What's cracking? What's cracking? Well, today we are going to talk about what's happening right now in Batman. It's the beginning of a new year, so happy new year, everyone. Mm. Happy new year, Gotham. Uh, Happy new year, Gotham. (laughs) Uh, Let's uh, stay out of trouble this year, huh? Yeah. Let's try it. Let's try it out. I know last night the Joker had a plane full of gas or something. That's what I heard. I don't know. I was busy dealing with some Riddler guns. I was stuck in this fucking maze. Yeah. All I was doing last minute Christmas shopping, been stuck in a maze for a week. For a week? For a fucking week. For a Minotaur toy? No. I would have killed for a Minotaur. Because at <laughs> least there would have been some human, something interaction. I was alone for a week in the mall. So you were in a forgotten Riddler trap? Yes. <laughs> Just stumbled into it at the, at the beep mall right yeah. here down the road. You know how empty it is it's all the fucking, fucking time. I just mall. stumbled into it. And I've been walking the fuck around. I'm lucky to be here for today's broadcast, really. It's sad how realistic what you just said could be at the mall near your house. Yeah, like, at the literally, mall. Yeah, like half of that mall is literally a ghost town. Yep. It's, in, it's uh, insane. All right. So today we're going to talk about what's happening currently in the Batman universe that talks about comics, TV, movies, some Breaking news, some stuff from recent comics or movies we can talk okay. about. Okay. So first things first, get behind this. let's talk about the comics. Right now in What's the Batman now? universe, there's a million different Batman books because DC knows where their money is. They know where their bread is buttered. Yeah. So let's talk about Batman first. The main Batman book, the current run, is written by Joshua Williamson. Yep. I read the first issue. So did I. It was fine. It was a... 3X book. My, I'm sorry. A 3 bat signal book. 3 bat signal book. <laughs> a 3 batarang book. Um, yeah, it was a perfectly serviceable. I don't love the realistic art they tried out. This was Batman 118 for those keeping track yeah. at home. Uh, recently, uh, James Tinian IV, um, he had a whole run. I started it. I didn't love it. I know it ended with this whole big Scarecrow storyline. Oh, it was very difficult to get into when you're only reading the Nightwings part of it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm I'm up to date up to everything before the Fear State crossover issues. So I don't really know what's happening. Which is those. perfect because you stop there and then you just read the latest one, which basically yes. picks up right where it left off. Perfect. So. Did you read the annual? Uh, did I read the annual? I don't recall. I know Red Hood's part of the annual. I just I didn't read it. It feels like I might have read the annual. Yeah. Um, so with the main Batman book, I'm going to keep reading it. Uh, but I it, traditionally like, don't like annuals and that's yeah. what's, that's what's uh, Sometimes the annuals are hit and miss. They can be incredible sometimes and sometimes they could be absolute nothing. I always judge it if it's written by the main writer. Yes. 100%. I'm with you on yeah. that one. So it does not appear that I read the annual, but it, Sounds vaguely familiar, so maybe I read the description. <laughs> so, right now with the main Batman book, I'm waiting for him to get, like, I don't know. The last time I really, truly cared about Batman so, was... Time out, though. There will be spoilers about all these things. So, yes. that's why I'm saying Batman 118 is what we're talking about right now. Yeah. Um, what the idea is Lex Luthor continued Batman Incorporated, apparently... I know it's leading to some kind of war where the goal is to kill Deathstroke. I saw an ad for like an upcoming event in this current run. I'll allow it. 
Yeah, I know. I, I didn't care that much, but like I was saying... Carry on, counselor. The last time I cared about... You can't say that after I just watched Law & Order before I got here. Bum, bum. <laughs> um, the last one I really cared about was the Tom King run. And even that had some highs and lows. Yeah. I don't know how much you know about the Tom King's run only of Batman. What, mainly only what you told me. It had a lot of great stuff. Mm-hmm. There's some stuff I'm shocked they haven't retconned yet. Like, yeah. they killed Alfred. Yeah, Alfred's gone, man. That's a real bummer all the time. It, you know who's taking it harsh? <laughs> Damien. Damien's taking it harsh. Oh, and his book is? Yeah, he's yeah. taking it hard, dude. Well, like, they should, but at the same time, it was such a random thing that, like, if I you hope. read the event... Oh, yeah. our, our, um, our audience all, is sleeping already for I, this. I hope you all can hear Jean Grey snoring over here. Yeah. Um, so, in that book... Basically, Bane took over the entire city. He He's gaslit. So good at doing that. <laughs> but the thing is, he gaslit the hell out of Batman because he made everyone else think Batman was crazy. Mm. And like every time Batman's like, Bane's not even in Arkham anymore. They go to Arkham and there he is. And like, well, hello, I'm Bane. Yeah. I'm still here. Don't so, worry about me, he's everybody. A, he's a foppish British man, apparently. Hello. Are you trying to do an outside version of his b- voice in Bat- Dark Knight Rises? An outside one? Like, a, like not in a talking right yeah, here. what he sounds like when he... <laughs> doesn't have this on his face. I mean, granted, it's Tom Hardy. And I, was bo- I was born in the dark when it's not that. It's, hello, how are you doing? Oh, yes. Yes, I'm Batman. No, we're not doing this. Um, bat starts in here. Uh, so... <laughs> I would crush the bat. It was a good movie, anyway. We'll review it one day. It's a divisive movie. Somewhere. Anne Hathaway looked great in that movie. Oh, absolutely. Whew. But um, Love me some Anne Hathaway. <laughs> but the Tom King run, basically there was a part where Batman told Bruce, like, hey, if you ever come back, I'm going to kill Alfred. That's why I have Wayne Manor, because Thomas Wayne from the Flashpoint universe came back, and he was kind of evil. Hate Whatever. It. It's a whole thing. Hate it. But... Which it was very random. It involved like getting the grave of his mom. And I say I say shit like I hate. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I say shit like I hate DC because of how ridiculous they are. But it's not like Marvel doesn't do the same shit. I argue Marvel's more ridiculous. But for some we just reason, read a crazy Marauders issue. <laughs> I know, but for some reason, I think because I grew up reading Marvel, mm-hmm. and Marvel has tends to have more street level shit going on. Yeah. I kind of associate them more with like grounded nonsense. They live in real places like New York yeah, and, and stuff like that. And like yeah. these these motherfuckers have names like Ravager and but then I'm like, but we have Ant Man. Yeah, it's you not know what I mean? Much. Like it's not <laughs> Spider Man is kind of a stupid fucking name. Absolutely, yeah. Batman. Kind what does X Men mean? This, we don't need to discuss. That. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't. This is not the time or the place to discuss <laughs> X Men. We the people didn't pay for X Men talk. <laughs> but in that. So he threatened to kill Alfred if anyone ever tried to get any of his people or him tried to get inside Gotham. He runs Gotham now, right? And I believe it was Damien You hear snuck that, in. fool? I run Gotham now. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it was Damien who snuck in and Bane uh, caught him. That's why Alfred died? Because yeah. of Damien too? No wonder he's So when hunting. the next snap happened, like he cracked his whole neck and everything, I was going to bet everything that it was Clayface or it was a trick because the way it happened was like, if you come into town, I will kill Alfred. He comes into town, gets caught very easily, and I'm like, okay, this is the beginning of, you know, Bruce's return plot. He's gonna make mm-hmm. him think he killed Alfred. No, Alfred's just dead. That was the end. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, and then Alfred just giving it all away. Yeah, to Nightwing. Uh, to Tom King's to run. Dick Grayson. Yeah, sorry. Um, so. Tom King had a lot of ups and downs. I believe when he promised everyone that Selena and Bruce will have a you know have a big wedding, they had a whole wedding issue with a, yeah. a wedding invitation, and then the issue just ends because Bane manipulated Selena's best friend into telling her, "Hey, you're not gonna be good for him because if he's if you're with him, he can't be Batman." Basically, so she wanted to not be with him for his own good. But like you promised everyone, I think it was like issue like maybe 50 or something like that. Like, hey, this big thing's going to happen. And then you didn't happen. And then at the end of his entire run, it vaguely happens. I don't... Like, that kind of stuff I don't like. The last truly That's great... That's kind of a letdown, yeah. Yeah, the last truly great run, I believe, uh, was Scott Snyder's run. Easily my favorite run of Batman. Yeah, for sure. You talk about that one all the time. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's borderline perfect, especially when you read Snyder's stuff afterwards with Justice League that isn't as strong. Hem and Capullo just had this magic that and this, they just understood Batman. Like, fantastic Zack Snyder stuff. wrote 
Scott Snyder. Sorry. Scott Snyder. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I'm like, wait, what? Um, also, I've realized something weird with Batman comics where Detective Comics, which is always considered the lower book of the main Batman book, is which most is the bullshit. Better. Yeah, because it's usually better. It traditionally has been. Yeah. So, like, I do want to catch up on Detective Comics now and see where that is. I believe it's Peter Tomasi. I could be wrong. Yeah. But Tomasi yeah. is almost just continuously one of the most underappreciated writers. He wrote a lot. He, I think he wrote um, Robin and Super, Super Sons. He wrote Super oh, Sons, okay. which was fantastic. Yeah. He wrote most of the stuff after Dan Jurgens with Superman. Okay. And he wrote Detective Comics. Oh, no, he wrote Batman Robin. He wrote mm-hmm. that for a long time okay. and did an amazing run. Like, he's a very good writer, and they don't show him enough respect, I think, in his books. In Detective Comics, unless there's, like, crossovers that they need to get involved in, yeah. they tend to be more, like, just real self-contained, too, yeah. and, like, real, like... Well, I've noticed it's almost like when there's a big budget movie and a low budget movie, and like mm-hmm. the studio isn't looking as hard at the low budget movie. Yeah. So like, they okay, Detective Comics more. is yeah. we're not the editor's not going to really force this, this, and that on you because yeah. you're just Detective you're Comics. You're doing your own thing in the corner, which is like, stupid because it's also like that's where it started. Yeah. Well, it's crazy. Because it'd be like if like it'd be like if there was like a like. Spectacular Spider-Man was the one that was like, we gotta promote this one, and like Amazing, amazing Sp- like an Amazing Spider-Man is like, yeah, or like Amazing Fantasy was still running. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, like, but that's the main book. What do you t- like? That's traditionally the main book. But well, what are you gonna do? Man, Batman's crazy. Yeah. So when James Tinian, he wrote Detective Comics at the beginning of the Rebirth era recently, okay. and it was fantastic. It was a whole story about. Dick Grayson, or sorry, Tim Drake and Batman making a whole new Batman team. Mm. They redeemed Clayface so much. Yeah. Cassandra Kane was part of this group. Clayface was part of this group. Wow. They trusted him. They realized that Clayface is only evil because when he transforms too much, it actually fucks with his brain and fucks up his like empathy. Oh. So like it's a story about Clayface becoming a good fighter while being him and not shapeshifting. Oh, interesting. It was a really, really good story. And then when you started writing the main book, not as good. So I thought that was kind of weird. Huh, that is weird. Yeah, but it happens a lot. Detective Comics, I'm going to catch up because I, I have a feeling it's going to be another good one. There's like probably, yeah, like less mandates on them and shit. Yeah. So what have you been reading? So here's where I'm at in Batman. Also read Batman 118. Mm-hmm. I am all caught up on the newest run of Robin, which means I am at Robin. I have read Robin number nine, I believe it was. Yes. Uh, I am caught up to Nightwing. Late, latest one is 87 for those looking to avoid spoilers. And I have just started the new Batgirls book, which is uh, written by Becky Cloonan. And I forget the artist's names now. But I saw Becky Cloonan and I saw Spoiler and Cassandra Kane's Batgirl. And I was like, fuck yes. it, I'm in. <laughs> fuck this shit, I'm in. So you told me Robin's is really good or just it's just the one robin it's robin. the two okay. batgirls one robin because there was a book called we are robin yeah there was that, back, yeah. which kind of basically was all made to bring in duke yeah duke thomas i think that's right yeah i think it's thomas. and he's a good character yeah dude's too again scott snyder yep brought him in really low-key in the under the radar you get wondering what this means and then he became a real character so yeah. that's cool yeah so yeah robin has been really cool robin has basically been so he's taken uh as he calls him Pennyworth. He's taking Pennyworth's yeah. death pretty hard. And he's on this mission to discover whatever bullshit the Lazarus cult is up to with this the League of Shadows and the Lazarus cult. Like are like both warring and doing different things right now. Is Razagul alive again? No. Well, yes. I'm sorry. Yes, he is. But he's like just off doing his own thing right now. They always just switch between who's alive. It's, it's Italia mm-hmm. in charge. Is it Raz and Tal? She's dead right now. She's dead. Okay. I think that I think his I think his mom is dead and Rajagul is alive. Um. So this is spoilers up to issue nine. And side like, note, I fucking hate they do this in all media when it comes to Batman. Is it Raish or Raz? Because they've used both in yeah. multiple different types of Batman. How do you media. say it? I say Razagul. Probably because that's how the animated series says it. I say Razagul. Yeah. Am I say are we saying the same way? I don't even know. You're saying more like Rosh. Ra- okay. I say Raz. Raz. Yeah, which could I could see that going either way, know. but when people say Raishagul, yeah. I'm like, wait a minute, what? Cause I think they said that in Batman Begins. Maybe. I think they said Raishagul, and I'm like, mm. So when they say symbiont and symbiote, I'm like, I, always, I say thing. symbiote. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Again, whatever they said in the animated series. Is, I think it's whatever, yeah, that one for sure. Because I would not is. have known how to say that shit. Um, I was a very dumb child. Yeah. As opposed to now. Where I'm a very dumb adult. 
Um, so in order to find out whatever mystery the League of Shadows is up to, and more or less give himself something to do because he's really sad, yeah. he infiltrates this Mortal Kombat-like tournament going on on Lazarus Island where all the greatest fighters from around the world have come to fight to the death, and whoever is the champion will get eternal life through a Lazarus pit. And like one of the um, one of the things, though, is like you get three lives, basically, like a video game. Like they'll put you like on the like the first and second time you die, they'll put you in a Lazarus pit and you'll come back. Huh. And the third time they won't. And so like it's Robin, it's Ravager, um, a new character who I don't know how where she's been before, but her name is Flatline. Okay. She's really cool. I like her a lot. Like she and Robin. Ravager is kind of... Slade's daughter. Right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she has a pretty fun relationship with Robin too, but like flatline and Robin are like getting like flirty and shit, which is like, it's just like a fun, it's like a, it reminds me of like teen Titans basically. Like it's yeah, just okay. a fun, like, cause he's hanging out with other like teenage killers right now, basically <laughs> like it, they're all like, and the art is really, do you, do you remember the artist who did teen Titans in like the early two thousands? Um, Ali? Oh, Jeff Johns run. Maybe Ali Garza was his name. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. The art right now looks a lot like that. Too. Okay. So it's kind of like that cool, like almost anime style action mm-hmm. going on a lot. So, dude, it's been really cool. The, st- the Connor Hawk has has shown up too. Like it's been, it's a, it's fucking a low it key. Sounds like and a low key Teen Titans. And book. <laughs> it's Joshua Williamson. Okay. Also writing that one, who's doing Batman now. So he's probably gonna connect them eventually. So eventually, yeah. I imagine they're gonna they're yeah. gonna wrap up because. Oh, in the book. Okay, so spoiler up to issue nine, if if you want, because that that Mortal Kombat thing just wrapped up and started a new storyline in which it appears that Damien has been transported back in time and comes, <laughs> okay, sure. comes face to face with young Rajagul on a horse, <laughs> being like, "Young man, I am on my way to become the Sultan's new doctor. Can you point me in the right way?" And Damien's like granddad <laughs> so uh yeah so new storylines about to start up in robin and i'm pretty excited i hope right. it's still joshua williamson doing it it, it like on the new storyline yeah. i don't know if it's not supposed to be or not but i've definitely learned i don't like when really good writers have like 15 books because yeah. something always suffers when yeah. i do that uh snyder tried that a few times and i'm like nope don't do it don't mm-hmm. do it you're you're doing an event book you're doing the weekly Batman book. You're doing the main Batman book. You're doing Justice League. It's not going to work. Not gonna it work. suffers. Yeah. I remember, actually, did you know when I was like really, really getting back into DC Comics, there was a thing called Batman Eternal. Yeah, I remember. I didn't yeah. read it, but I remember it. It was a very bold idea. I think I might actually have a couple issues of it. I have the first. I have all the issues, but I have the first issue especially signed by different writers from that project because mm-hmm. it was a project, yeah. essentially. And I, I was just thinking about that because like... It was one issue every week. Mm-hmm. I think they did fifty-two issues. That's fucking bananas. like new fifty-two. So they did fifty-two <laughs> yeah. issues, and like and DC it, thought this is great. People will love to pay for this every week. Yeah. For well, I mean, they year. did it twice. They did a Batman and Robin Eternal, which was nowhere near as good. But um, <clears throat> the Batman Eternal, I was thinking like that was good. Ups and downs, just like obviously rushed because you know yeah. that's what it is. But it was multiple writers, so it was like. Uh, Tim Seeley and Tom King, who was just oh, starting yeah. out, and Snyder and Tomasi, like all these guys working together trying to craft this one story. And I feel like that does actually work. And I kind of want to see more of that collaboration of different ideas instead of just one person's yeah. big idea. Because, like, no one's perfect. Which was kind of what, like, the Krakoan age of the X Men was kind of gearing up to be for a little bit. Yeah. And then I think COVID really fucked that up. Probably, yeah. But. But um, right now you also have the Batgirl. Two so the different other, Batgirl yeah. Books, right? So there, there's only one Batgirl book right now, and it's called Batgirls. Okay. Batwoman doesn't have a book right now, right? Not that I know of. She, okay. I think she might be hanging out in Detective Comics, if I'm not mistaken. Which is Pierre Tomasi. Just double check. Okay. Right. I think we catch up on that because he's always consistent. Yeah. So at the end of the fear, I'll spoil the fear state part of Nightwing. At the end of that one. There's a character named Seer who is like this computer virus type character (laughs) who has taken over Oracle's system and has found out basically who the Batgirls are and wants to like 
killed him, I guess. Okay. So basically, Barbara Gordon, uh, Stephanie, what the fuck is her Brown. name? Brown. Um, yeah. Well, I, oh my God, I should, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Stephanie Brown and Cassandra uh, Kane are basically going underground. And like they've rented like this dingy flat in the in like some bad part of town. They need to like they're using burner phones and basically trying to find this high tech. So Barbara is not involved in this. Barbara is like their or like so Barbara is involved. It's Barbara and the two younger ones. Okay, okay, are on their own right now. She's basically like the the den mom right now of these two dumb. So someone said let's do Birds of Prey, and someone said let's just do all the female. All the history of Batgirls, basically. Let's just do the current... Instead of doing Birds of Prey, it's just Batgirls, basically. So, yeah, basically that's what it's turning out to be. And, like, they're basically having to do low-key, like, crime fighting, it looks like. There's only been one issue so far. Oh, okay, It's been... uh, It's Becky Cloonan. I'm a real big fan of both her writing and her art, but she's not doing the art, so that's kind of a bummer. All right. And then last but definitely not least, we have Tom Taylor's Nightwing. One of my absolute favorite books right now Fantastic. across marvel and dc by a lot of people's view tom taylor's the big best writer of the year a lot of people but he's got like literal like, i think he got the stan lee award last oh, nice. year nice. for a top writer and he's killing it right now on superboy on um dc's steel which is like a medieval take on dc characters. oh that's what i okay i remember i was i was trying to remember last time we were talking what this yeah shit was really was really doing. good yeah, yeah. Uh, Superboy, Nightwing, he's going to actually do a crossover, like I think a two-issue or three, four-issue crossover between Superboy and Nightwing, because yeah. when you write the same book, you might as well, you know, it's the same company. Yeah. He just signed an exclusive deal with uh, DC, so I would not be shocked if he writes the main Batman book soon. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. More, sooner rather than later, I think he's going to be writing that book. Whenever yeah. Williamson's story is done. I think, yeah, Williams probably got his It's either that or that. Justice League. Because I think League is written by Bendis right now. Uh-huh. And I, you know me. I'm hit and miss when it comes to yeah, Bendis. Yeah. And so far with this League stuff, it's been a miss. Maybe they'll give him that because of like his involvement with the Superman brand too. Maybe, yeah. So Nightwing right now. Actually, before we even get to the current state of Nightwing, beforehand, I feel like his character really popped again when he was just Dick Grayson. Like secret, uh, secret yeah, Agent. Secret Agent Grayson. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> That's Tim Seeley and Tom King. That's what a lot of people discovered Tom King. That's the only Tom King I think I've read. Yeah. yeah. And that book was so... It was actually kind of similar to this. Like, more of a day in the life. But also him discovering who he is when he's not Nightwing. Wait, no. Did Tom King then do Nightwing when it came back as Nightwing? No. Who did... Who was doing Nightwing right before Tom Taylor? Tim Seeley. He stayed. Oh, yeah, he stayed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he stayed. Okay. Uh, Tom King went to do Batman. Okay. Yeah. Because um, I read a lot of Seeley's run. Yeah, that one that was hit and miss. I think it was pretty. Solid. It started really good. It started definitely started better, which is a thing with Seeley a lot. Yeah, sorry if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> I still like it. I still like him a lot. Yeah, it's good. And again, the Agent Forty Seven stuff was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Grayson, it was just called just Grayson. It was just Grayson. Yeah. That was fantastic. Right now, though, after the death, uh, dealing with the death of uh, Alfred and moving back to Bloodhaven where he belongs, um, I love this book so far. It is very much Matt Fraction's Hawkeye. Yes. In that sense, especially One, the issue we just 100%. read. 100%. Issue 87, a, a 100 million percent. Yeah. But also, just like Tom Taylor in general is good at making it feel real. Yeah. And like, yeah, I want a dog. Yeah, you know what? We're adults now. Barbara, I love you. We're together now. Like, yeah. That's a thing. Like, let's I, just skip all the bullshit. We're together. Of it. I love it. Yeah. And you know what? I have all this money. I'm going to try and make the city. I'm going to do what Bruce only does once every 10 years. Yeah. I'm going to try and make the city better and stop all the shit. As <laughs> as a person with money and not as a weird-ass bat creature. Yeah. Um, do I love the stuff with, like, secret sister, secret half-sister? Not so far, I don't. I, I'll see where it goes. Exactly. Yeah. I, I don't hate it. I, no. It's not bumming me out completely. Like, but it can very easily and sharply go either direction. I just, at some point, his parents died when he was fairly young. Yeah. 
So at some point it becomes like weird when he's like, my parents and I would do this. Or how did I not know about this? But like, I don't know, dude, you were like seven. <laughs> like how much life could you've done before they die? So sometimes I forget how young he was because like my head goes like Batman forever. The 25 year old Chris O'Donnell. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, like my young brother. Gee, will you, will you adopt me? I'm just a wee boy. It's like, <laughs> you are a full ass grown man. <laughs> I'm, You're in the show Sliders. I, I'm not Chris O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Yeah, no, yeah. sorry, sorry. No. It's a different actor, but it's not. Yeah, yeah. Chris we O'Donnell have, is Chris O'Donnell Robin. is Robin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I make it. And you ever... said Chris. You said the right the other way. And that's I why did? I went with Sliders, I think. Sliders is whatever his name is. But Chris O'Neill. I'll look it up. You right, can you... my Nightwing. All right. So, so I have to look up who is in Sliders. We have to find thing. out. We have to find this out immediately. Because I love Sliders growing up. I used to, too. And I can't remember who. Jerry O'Donnell. O'Connell? O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell, right? We're not moving on. We're no, not. You, we're I'm not. not. We're not. We're not I can't talk about. We're, sliders. We're doing this on. We're fuck it. We're doing it live. <laughs> I'm not editing this out either, so that's why I'm kind of talking a little bit. Listener, we're gonna find Jerry this. O'Connell. Yeah. Jerry, Jerry O'Connell, O'Connell. I got it. Okay. Not Chris O'Donnell. Not Chris O'Donnell, who was yeah. Robin in Batman Forever. Okay. If, if any of you younger listeners want to just look up sliders and look at the premise, we, go for it. It's fine. We're not talking about those delicious little burgers either. No, no. Could we do a podcast just reviewing every episode of Sliders? I mean, we'll get all five listeners. We have so many other podcasts. I will happily cancel all of them if we're just doing sliders. Huh? Not true. Not true. Not true. true. But uh, so anyway, so Nightwing's got Dick Grayson's got a lot of money now, right? And he's giving it out to people, and he was going to change Bloodhaven. Yes. And um, and he's in love with Babs. Babs is in love with him. They're making it work. Yeah. I'm really not looking forward to when the technology in her back finally gives way. Oh, yeah. Like a Ugh. EMP pulse yeah. uh, will happen. And really not looking walk. forward but to it. But it's also a good story device just to have hanging oh, yeah. over. Oh, And they love... It's the Chekhov's... Gu- she's, yeah. she's got Chekhov's spine, <laughs> which is the, the, na- the name of this episode now. Chekhov's spine. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, no. Um, one thing I've noticed in Tom Taylor's writing... He does like to stab you in the heart every once in a while. Yep. And I'm waiting for that yep. heart stab in this the, book. And they he's really hammed it in with the fucking Babs, you're back. You gotta watch out for your back. Like they've yeah. really talked about it a lot. And if you've read any of his different universe stuff, like um all of his zombie universe stuff, yeah. He has stabbed me in the heart many times when it comes to his zombie universe. He hates you. It's uh personally personally he's done so he all right, I'll put it this way. There's a one story in the zombie universe he wrote where it's you literally made eyes a group at his lady of, one time. Huh? You made eyes at his lady one time and exactly. now he won't have it. Um I, I didn't meet him one time. But um in the story it was basically the not suicide squad, but like it's Bane and Cheetah and a bunch of villains are forced to watch over a bunch of school children during the zombie apocalypse. And they somehow make one of the sweetest stories and like make you care about Cheetah because one of the little girls calls her kitty all the time and then she loves that little girl and like sacrifices herself in a horde of zombies to save this little girl she hated in issue one. And I'm like, God damn, this is really good, but really sad. Dude, the number of times DC, like I will give DC credit for something Marvel never does, which is sometimes it's okay to just write a completely separate book that has nothing to do with the main timeline and doesn't ever have to come back up again as any timeline just basically dc does what if all the time without calling it without needing to be like look we're doing what if they'll just be like absolutely here here's just a story about elseworld whatever yeah like here's just a story about batman when he was uh 12 yeah it they're doing it now. May or may not be relevant to anything. With um, Black Label, where it's like, okay, here's a more mature exactly. story. It's yeah, totally yeah, yeah. different continuity. Yeah. It'll be obvious a different continuity. Yeah. Um, yeah, they made a great history of that with like any of the different Elseworld Batman stories, like him, Gaslight. Gotham, yeah. Gotham yep. Gaslight. Yeah. Which I think is one of the better animated movies. I like the movie a lot, actually. I don't know if I've seen that one, actually. It's a different killer, and they do it really oh, okay. well in that movie. Interesting. And, um, of course, Red Sun Superman. Yep. Classic one. Like they've, classic they've done so one. many of them. There's even actually a Nightwing one, I want to say by Tim Seeley, about like it's like a future Nightwing where he's kind of evil because he's like against anyone with superpowers, but it's really good. Hmm. Um, I don't care for making Dick Grayson evil. I'll tell you that. Much. I think every superhero gets an evil story. I, I know they do, but yeah. I, don't, I don't care for a Dick Grayson <laughs> one. Okay, so now we're talking about live action Batman universe stuff. Um, in the past and currently, 
it varies in quality for sure. If you watch <laughs> yeah. Batwoman, which originally had Ruby Rose, who's an actress I never really cared for. Um, currently, I don't know the actress's name. Um, it's a black woman. Uh, I don't know. I haven't been. I've never watched a single episode of Batwoman. So I watched, <laughs> I watched the first two episodes and went, "This is really bad." It's really. It's like remember when we watched for a different older podcast, the Birds of Prey show. Yes, it's sadly to me pretty similar. Wow, like it's to me it's not good. I think the use of villains is not great, especially because that first run of Batwoman is absolutely fantastic. Those first like four or five trades. Oh yeah, yeah, of, yeah. of Batwoman, yeah, yeah. fantastic. What they did in this show, like okay, we can't use Bruce Wayne, so Bruce disappeared. Like he always fucking does. Bruce disappeared, and now so unreliable. His cousin comes back, and she finds out he's Batman, and gets the mantle but like ruby rose can't sell a lot of the acting in that show um i think the best episode of batwoman was during the crisis crossover which is where she met she met kingdom come batman technically okay played by kevin conroy oh cool so he had like the metal spine thing that yeah, yeah, yeah. he had which was really cool but also it was a batman universe where he became cold and actually murdered all his villains so she had to like kill him, which I was like, oh, okay, sure, I guess. Um, currently, the last time I even looked at the show, it looked the same quality-wise. Yeah. Um, it just didn't interest me at all. And there's so much content now that I have become way more picky. Like yeah, I used 100%. to love uh, the Flash TV show. It used to yeah. be fucking phenomenal. You, I used to watch Arrow and Flash every fucking week, dude. Phenomenal. And then like... And love it. I think I want to say by like season four or five. Yeah, it was Flash done. was like that's it, and like Arrow. I was done with both by the time they reached. Arrow <laughs> was more like up and down. Like, yeah, I remember like the first two seasons very strong, great, and then it kind of just went like roller coaster. Like that it, was really good. That was kind of stupid. That was good. And I think the problem really comes down to why are we making them do twenty four episodes if you can't yeah. put enough content and budget for twenty four episodes? Yeah, do twelve. And I don't feel like there was ever a plan really. No. Like, you know, like, I think it was more like, oh, wow, this is a hit. What do we do now? Oh, like, fuck, now what? And how do we keep this going? Yeah, oh, well, we have Flash. It's not going to be a hit. It's going to last, like, a few episodes. Huge hit. Perfectly captures the comics. Shit, what do we do now? We have 24 episodes. Do you have a story for that? Not really. Nope. Um, let's just keep doing Villain of the Week until we've run out of just ideas and we'll just throw... Let's give Oliver every Batman villain that we we're allowed to use. Yeah. <laughs> Who should be a villain this season? I don't know. Raz al Ghul? Yeah. And then... You can come back through the Lazarus pit, maybe. We'll figure it out later. We'll, we'll, we'll work it up later. We'll, we'll work that out later. Honestly, and I know I'm in the minority in this, but I'll say it anyway. Gotham was a fantastic show. Was it a good show? No. no. But was it one of the funnest shows I've ever experienced? 110%. I never gave it a fair chance. I watched like the first two, and I was like, nope. No, absolutely understandable. The moment the show accepts what it is, yeah. it gets like I want to say like in the middle of season two, you can feel the show is like you know what? Let's just do whatever we want. Almost again, like we mentioned with De- uh, Detective Comics, no one's watching us right now, so let's just do whatever we want. And my God, bro, there's some episodes that had me and Jess, my girlfriend, on the floor just crying, laughing, and not always in a bad way, like yeah. just like. It's so fun and ridiculous. Like, how I feel about Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. I fucking love Legends of Tomorrow. Gotham made me feel a very similar way because you'll have an episode about, you know, Gordon hunting down the serial killer. It was very killer of the week, kind of. Very procedural. Yeah. But then, like, that villain all of a sudden becomes Mr. Freeze. And you're like, what? Where the fuck did that come from? Like, there's a big payoff in later in, like, the last season of the show where a character who is Penguin's uh, butler... For like the entire show, eventually becomes fucking Scarface, and the moment the penny drops with that shit, yeah. where he comes back into Penguin's office and has the puppet who has never been teased before, me and Jess couldn't stop fucking laughing, and being like, "This is incredible." There's a whole love story between Riddler and Penguin that actually is really good. Oh, wow. where Penguin realizes he's in love with Riddler. And it's not like he's realizing he's gay. He's just realizing he's in love with Riddler. Mm. But also feels like he owns him, so he kills Riddler's girlfriend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which drives Riddler more crazy and leads to them trying to kill each other for like half a season, but then accepting each other. And I will, I know I'll get shit for this, but I don't care. <clears throat> I think it had one of the best Jokers. 
Jerome was the name they used at first because they couldn't use Joker. Yeah. And the first time you meet him is a weird episode where he is kind of part of Haley's circus. So Gordon meets eventually Dick Grayson's parents. And I'm like, that's a little cheesy, whatever. But then Jerome, they find out this little boy named Jerome is the killer. Yeah. And he has one scene where he has a big Joker laugh. And I'm like, holy shit, that was actually really good. And I think a lot of people felt the same way because they brought him back. And eventually he played, in this one show, three different versions of Joker. Let me explain. Okay. <laughs> he plays, because eventually he cuts his face off, like Scott Snyder run. Yeah. And he played that Joker. He played Clown Prince of Crime, where he's like really monotone, really nice straight suit. Mm-hmm. And then he plays classic, almost Jack Nicholson Joker near the end, where he has like full-on makeup, gloves, purple jacket. And somehow he just captures different Jokers in one show. How did he get his face back on? <laughs> that one died, and he had a twin brother. And when his brother went to the funeral, he had the Joker gas in his case, in his coffin. <laughs> Oh my good god. I told you, it's a batshit crazy show, pun oh, intended. My god. They bring in the Court of Owls. They bring in Razal Ghoul, uh Mr. Freeze, Clayface, uh Penguin becomes Penguin. I think the show gets better when they get rid of Jaya Pinkett Smith. True. Um she overdoes it to the point where it's even too much for the show. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. So I loved Gotham. Um, when it comes to also the past of Batman, I love, for me, this is also divisive, the Zack Snyder universe. I really like, I can easily defend Man of Steel. I think Man of Steel is one of the most underrated comic movies in years. I understand the hate for Batman v Superman. Yep. I can understand the hate for it. I think it's much better with the Ultimate Edition. I, I, you know how I feel? About longer movies. <laughs> if Well, first of all, yes. Second of all... I agree with you, though. Yeah. It is slightly, not much, but slightly better yeah, a lot more with sense. the extended edition. But also, if you need <laughs> three something hours, oh, it could be more efficient, hundred percent. To take to tell to barely tell a coherent story, <laughs> what the actual fuck are you doing at the helm of these behemoth properties? I think. Batman v Superman, especially Ultimate Edition, is better after watching Justice League because it shows he did have a plan, but he's using all these movies to tell one story. And I personally really, really liked the actual Zack Snyder Justice League. Not that awful, god-awful Josh Whedon cut. Um, But that was the most recent iteration of Batman. How do you feel about, not the movies itself, but how do you feel about Ben Affleck's portrayal as Bruce and Batman? Uh, I had a lot of hope. Hmm. I I I don't hate Ben Affleck. Um, I think he's always been a good actor. I think he's a, I think he's a pretty decent actor. Yeah. Um, but in practice, I didn't mind his Bruce. I thought he was a pretty decent Bruce Wayne. Hmm. As Batman, sometimes he kind of just made me laugh. I'm the reverse, actually. Interesting. Yeah, I think we were like this with Andrew Garfield too. That's true. Yeah. I think not many actors have mastered Bruce and Batman separately. Like Val Kilmer or George Clooney, they were just Bruce the whole time. Yes. And I think really only Christian Bale, like to an extent Michael Keaton, but Christian Bale really captured Bruce and Batman are two different people. Yes. And with Ben Affleck, and we obviously we knew they were going for with the Dark Knight Returns costume. And that's kind of what they got. Ben Affleck is a really square-jawed, you know, bulky guy. He obviously bulked the hell up for this movie. Jesus Christ. Like, those scenes where he's working out to fight Superman, which doesn't make sense to Superman. It doesn't matter how much you bulk up. Yeah, yeah. I, I will, I'll, hey, I can criticize the movie for sure. Um, Let but me make sure became... I'm stronger <laughs> so that I can fight this invulnerable. <laughs> yeah. No, I can criticize it all day, too. But um, he looked huge for the film. Like, yeah, he did. That wasn't... In Justice League it was, but in Batman v Superman, those were not padded suit muscles. He was that fucking big. Yeah. And honestly, I think it gave me one of the best Batman fight scenes. The fight scene in the warehouse. Oh, yeah, okay. That yeah. was pretty incredible, just as a Batman you know, fan uh, watching Batman fight. I will, screen. okay, I will say, I... I don't, yeah, I don't hate it. I don't hate, yeah. I don't hate his Batman. Um, it's just, it, yeah, it's just, sometimes it's a bit silly. That's fair. Um... 
and again, Justice League, I really liked. I liked the progression of his character from being essentially a killer to having hope in his team and trusting his team. And the whole point of the Justice League movie was him saying, "I'm, I have hope. Yeah, I have hope we can bring back Superman. I have hope we can." Say-. He was never dour in that because yeah. he was bringing this team together. I really liked how. Basically, the night and day difference between movies, like, Superman dying inspired him. Dick Grayson, we assume, dying drove him seemingly crazy, and he became a fucking murderer. Yes. <laughs> Which I don't love. what it appears to be. Yeah, I wish they drove home a little bit more that Robin dying broke him. I think if they really drove that home a little bit more, people wouldn't be as critical about him killing in the movie. I, I would, I 100% agree with you. And you really think... only need one line by Alfred. And again... <laughs> In the Ultimate Edition, he had three and a half hours. And never just had one line. Just one line of Alfred saying, after he died, he became more brutal. Or just straight up to him, it's like, this won't bring Dick back. Yeah, something like that would have made it Which also would have been really funny. Yeah. If no one's like, Dick. (laughs) Who's Dick? Who's Dick? Well, actually, what was it? Yeah, I think Snyder said, yeah, it wasn't Jason Todd. It was Dick. That was his costume. Oh, okay. Yeah, there wasn't a Jason Todd yet. And they were going to bring in, originally, they were going to bring in... um, Richard uh, Iowati as Jason <laughs> No, they were going to bring in The Dark Knight Returns Robin. Cassie? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cassie, right? Ka- Casey? Is it Casey? Cassie? I can't I don't remember. I can't remember. Yeah, but yeah, they were actually going to bring her in. Um, played by... I can't remember now. But anyway, I appreciate those movies. I like the darker tone. I like... For some reason, as much as I love Marvel movies, I don't rewatch a lot of them. Unless I'm doing a massive rewatch, I don't yeah. rewatch a lot of them. But if you put on BVS in front of me, I'm not changing the channel. It's a weird thing. Like, I 100% I could, change that channel. <laughs> I I'll could, change it for you. Don't I worry. I can admit that other ones are more watchable. But for some reason, those suck me in more. Maybe it's my love of the DC Universe in it, general. It's got to be. Um, but right now, we have some rumors. So if you guys want to skip ahead a little bit, I'm going to talk about some rumors for the Flash movie, which has Michael Keaton. And from what we know, the last appearance of Ben Affleck Batman. There's bum, some bum, rumors. Bum. Yeah, there's some rumors that came out about it. So I'm going to talk about them now, so skip ahead a few minutes if you don't want to know at all. This is a very, very, maybe 50-50 chance rumors. Right? How do I skip ahead? What if I didn't want to know? Oh, no, Too listener. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so in the Flash movie, the rumor is they're going to treat... Because we know this is basically Flashpoint. That's what I hear. And what happened in Flashpoint was everything got rebooted at the very end. Exactly. To New 52. New 52, yes. So what their version is going to end up being is... Basically, Zack Snyder's vision is going to be erased, and the new Superman will be the Supergirl we meet in this movie. And same goes for the new Batman, will technically be this Batgirl we're going to meet in this universe. Who's going to have her own movie on HBO Max, I believe? Like, yeah, next year. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I heard to hear about that. So, like, the new, by the end of this movie, allegedly, there'll be a whole new Justice League formed, which will mainly be female, which, yeah, cool. But a lot of people were pissed off thinking, like, so he's going to erase everything. Like, I think Henry Cavill's a good Superman. I don't see a reason to erase him. But, uh, I, I, Nick, there's nothing I love more than how you will constantly go to the to go to bat for every rich, rich white man that comes, <laughs> with, comes in your way. No, Henry Cavill, I think, is and good. I, and I wish... I hope you're on my side when somebody cancels me. You're like, I don't see why we got to get rid of him. He's a good white man. Did some did someone cancel Henry Cavill? Did no, I, oh, no okay. I just he's a war hammer nerd. That was just weird in general. I don't know if you saw the interview. It was really funny. I don't know, man. But I um, don't know jack shit about him. I hear what you're saying though. But yeah. like, uh, it's just to me, it's like everyone's like, we hate Jack Schneider movies. Don't erase the Jack Schneider movies. Like, what are you doing? Like, you I think there's a very passionate fan base of his. Obviously, I mean, the whole fucking Obviously, movie. Obviously, there was enough passion in that fucking thing to bring out a this. whole four-hour movie. That they got they, lucky there was a pandemic. Otherwise, that shit was... Pandemic and a streaming service. Yeah. Yeah, that they needed more content for because they didn't fucking make any content yeah. for it. Oh, speaking of live-action DC-related stuff or Batman-related, uh, Titans. Let's talk about that. I haven't watched any Titans. You haven't watched it at all? Uh, I think I watched like the first two or three episodes back when it was on... Disney, uh, DC Universe. Plus whatever the fuck. Yeah, before they made HBO Max and went, oh, we can just integrate all that. Sorry, guys. Um, so Titans is another weird one. I have come down to when they realize that they just want to be a Dick Grayson show, it's yeah. pretty solid. True. But when they try and be a Teen Titan show, it's fucking awful. That's no good. And like they had a whole season last season, or not last season, season two, was all about Dick Grayson's regret handling Deathstroke. 
mm. and the whole Jericho story, which again was actually handled so very did well. Did the Jericho story? Yeah, they okay. did the whole Jericho story, him jumping in the bodies and him actually being in Deathstroke's body and a whole bunch of stuff that's okay. really good. And if you watch anything, I'd say watch season two and then don't watch the finale. <laughs> All right. So here's a spoiler on Titans a little bit, guys. Season one of Titans is all about Dick Grayson, who has now left Bruce for unknown reasons. He's doing his own thing. Are as... they going to do Judas? Con- Are they going to do Judas at any point? Did they do I'll, Judas? I'll explain. I'll get okay. that. So basically, Dick Grayson is now a cop. I don't think it actually is Bloodhaven. Maybe it is, but he's Robin at night. He puts his Robin, and also a beautiful Robin costume. Absolutely gorgeous. Thank you. He's more. <laughs> he's more brutal, as you see. He says, "Fuck Batman." He curses. <gasps> But that's the thing. You know when people go, oh, I feel like Snyder's trying to be edgy and dark all the time. This show is what they're saying. Yeah. This show, Titans, is trying to be edgy and dark all the time in the worst way possible. Like, I feel like Snyder is being realistic with a little bit of a dark edge. Yes. These are trying so hard to not be your grandpa's Batman Robin. Like, yeah. It's very I don't, weird. That's the thing. I don't, I would never criticize Zack Snyder of trying too hard. Hmm. I would, I. He, he has a vision. You can say anything about him. 100%. He has, he has a, vision. a true vision. He has a vision. I just, I, I think I've always said this, at least, that's that I just don't, I just don't like his vision. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's totally I'm not saying he doesn't know what he's doing yeah. or that, like, I mean, obviously, I think he could tighten up his storytelling a yes. little bit. I, even I agree. But, man, yeah. <laughs> but overall, no, he 100% has a vision and he stuck with that shit. And, yeah. and the only time that vision was different was when they gave it to Joss Whedon and that sucked even more than the fucking shit he was doing so absolutely god awful but um especially when you've seen the other version and go like wow I agree with you who said cut that out I agree with you I don't I will never watch that extended version again of Justice League (laughs) or the Zack Snyder cut I mean of Justice League I've watched it like three two or three hours but it is a thousand times percent better than the original yeah so in Titans first season he meets Raven he decides to protect this young girl yes now again you could have kept this a dick grayson story he could have met the other titans and kind of moved along with his journey and then finished the season with uh uh what's raven's dad trigon trigon um you could have still ended it with that and did this and that with that story but instead it's like he's collecting these strays kind of and he meets beast boy who can only turn to a tiger that's a tiger boy he can only turn to a tiger even i think up to now he's only turned to a tiger and a snake i think and maybe a bird well when he can find the producers more money then he can turn into essentially but they always go like he has a mental block and it's like so don't put him in the show if you can't afford it anyway uh we did get doom patrol out of out of titans and doom patrol is fantastic yeah doom patrol it's like it's in another fucking world i don't know very much about doom patrol in general so well you should honestly just jump in and give it a shot it's a very very good show like just quality wise writing wise characters it's night and day difference yeah. i tried shows. to read the first volume of the wait by graham morrison no no, no. Well, okay because no, that's an acid trip no i did i did that when <laughs> his it came run, out yeah, yeah his run is an acid trip but, sure. uh gerard way is that his name yeah i tried his and was like, oh, it was, was right. fine that was fine i think it was someone who really liked graham morrison growing up and just trying yeah. to do graham morrison yeah it was yeah. it was fan it was a graham morrison fanfic basically yeah um so then season two is all about Deathstroke. And I'm like, okay, let's see this. Deathstroke's costume looks... All their costumes, actually, in fairness, look on point. Yeah. The whole story with Hawk and Dove is actually really well done. And no, how, you were telling me about Yeah, that. how um, uh, Hawk needs, like, painkillers to even get by, and it's yeah. fucking up his life. And, like, they could have had their own show, honestly. It would have been solid. They're like, good actors, good storyline. Almost how they're addicted to crime fighting. Yeah. Good stuff like that. <laughs> season two, though, is on the right track... He becomes Nightwing in kind of a weird way when he goes to prison. So a bunch of like stereotypical Hispanic gangsters in mm-hmm. jail yeah. tell him a story about the Nightwing. One day you can fly up here like a bird and you'll be like the Nightwing. And I'm like, okay, that's one way of doing it. I guess we got from A to B. <laughs> like, we got there. We got there, I and, guess. And good God, thank God this white man was here to soak in the rich culture of basically story and like and the underline is always like um you know bruce lied to me bruce did this bruce was like a terrible father he trained me in this way and i shouldn't have been raised that way and they do up until now they did jason todd really well in the first season yeah all about how like he's kind of shocked that he already replaced him with some kid 
And he's like, there's actually one good scene where he tells Jason, he's like, how did you know where I was? And he's like, there's a tracker in you. You didn't know that? He's yeah. like, what the hell are you talking about? There's a tracker inside me. <laughs> like, stuff like that. And season three, I tapped out. Yeah. Because, again, they didn't know what they wanted. Oh, sorry. The finale of season two. He becomes Nightwing. New costume. He's going to fight Deathstroke and defend his friends. I'm like, cool, let's go. Let's see this epic battle in this big hour-long finale. He kills Deathstroke in the first five minutes. Okay. And then the story is about, kind of about Superboy, I guess. And then Donna Troy, Wonder Girl, dies because she catches a, um, what do you call the thing, a Ferris wheel? She catches a Ferris wheel and gets electrocuted and dies. Keep in mind, Superboy was standing there too and she jumped to catch it first and then died. What? So I watch this finale and I'm like, what the fuck was that? This was the weirdest finale. I don't even know how to feel. Why would you need to save Superboy from? I don't know. It was the weirdest thing. He can catch thing. it himself and get it. No, no, I'm saying the Ferris wheel is going to fall on innocent people. Uh-oh. They were all doing like a hero pose together, and then she jumps to catch it and then dies. And I'm like, what just happened? And then season three opens up with Bruce killed the Joker because Joker killed Jason Todd. Okay. And I'm like, okay. And he went crazy and told Dick Grayson, be a better Batman than I was. And then he just left and left him the mansion. And I'm like, all right, that's an interesting start. But then immediately we get Jason Todd as Red Hood. He's back immediately. And then, like, I think I mentioned this to you one time, but, like, if you have a bunch of riddles being sent to you in the mail about, potentially, about Jason Todd, if you go to Arkham, who are you going to go to about these questions about these mysterious letters and riddles? You said they're riddles? Yes. Well, I'm going to go see Calendar Man. Close. You're going to see Scarecrow. Oh, He's going to be your new informant that definitely isn't the mastermind behind all of this. Yeah. Except he is. And eventually I gave up because I just didn't care what was happening next. Hawk died because Red Hood killed him and put a bomb on oh, wait, his chest. Scarecrow sending riddles and not the Riddler? Yeah. Oh, I was thinking because I, no, no, no. I thought that's where you were leading. No, no, like, the mastermind be... behind all these riddles was <laughs> Scarecrow, who found a Lazarus pit under Arkham and took Damien's body after Joker killed wait, him. Damien? I'm oh, sorry, not Damien. Um, the Jason, Jason Todd. Todd and put his body in there. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. We're really trying to shoehorn in all these stories when they get don't all... fit. And, yeah, you had more characters dying, more characters having weird motivation, Barbara being okay with Dick Grayson being in town, then fucking hating him, and, like, it felt like the actors this season didn't care as much, because why would they? And, like, the whole thing, I eventually just gave up. I stopped watching. Because I do believe, like, instead of bitching every week about a show, just, just stop, stop watching, watching it, man. If it's There's not so good, it's shit. not your show. Yeah. I did, again, I loved Flash. I eventually stopped caring. Like, I was offended by how bad some episodes were so me and my girlfriend just stopped watching all right um we haven't talked about the big one though the big movie coming out soon yeah let's get to it so now we have the batman Batman. starring uh robert pattinson directed by matt reeves i am so excited for this movie because I like Matt Reeves as a director. Yeah. He's done a lot of good movies. He did one bad movie. He did the remake of Let the Right One In. Oof. Yes. Okay. I did not like that. Okay. I but didn't care for it either. He did the Planet of the Apes trilogy. That's Oh, shit. That's right. Okay. Really good. That is a good trilogy. And like if you just look at his filmography, he has a lot of really good, suspenseful, dramatic, just really on-point movies. So yeah. when I heard about this movie, I heard rumors right away that it was more of like a David Fincher-esque crime you know, drama. looks that way. The moment we got that first trailer mm-hmm. and he beats the shit out of that guy and then keeps beating the shit out of him and then says he's vengeance, yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm sold. I'm totally sold. And the second trailer, there's a quick moment where he's beating up someone again and like Catwoman looks at him like she's like freaked out by mm-hmm. how fucking hardcore. Yeah. And they just put a trailer out like two weeks ago. I, yeah, I don't think I've seen the newest, newest one. Um, I think it kind of spoils something that doesn't need to be spoiled. So I'd say if you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. Well, um, now I want to know what everybody else knows, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's something you could figure out from yeah. the other trailers, but it's blatantly stated in this one. I was kind of like, all right. What, that? What, like, which part of it? Like, what? Just tell me what's up. Oh, you want to you, you want to react no, to it? No, I don't know. No we're gonna, yes, we're going to pause and you're going to watch the trailer. That's uh, what we're doing now. Jeez. <laughs> Sorry, dear listeners. All right, you just watched trailer three of The Batman. What's your first reaction? 
I'm slightly more excited about it, I think, than I was, like, seeing the action. Mm -hmm. Like, the last trailer I saw was the one before Spider-Man. Okay. And there was a decent amount of action, but, yeah. like, this one was, like, like, end, like the, like... <laughs> Don't end, worry, there's a lot of action. Like, movie. the end battle type fights, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, so, I was like, oh, shit, this looks like it might be pretty, like... Like, especially the Catgirl fights? Holy yeah. shit, like, those... Whoever's... The stunt double, man. They got moves. Oh, the choreography so far from what we're seeing, I do appreciate how every Batman does have a different fighting style. Like, they intentionally yeah. find something unique about style. And, like, this one seems very, like, I'm going to break a bone. Brutal. You know, yeah. Hit you with one, your yeah. own gun kind of thing. And the wherever, whenever this car chase scene is in the movie, I need to watch on the big screen. Because yeah. it looks fucking incredible. Yeah. The yeah, way this the is car definitely going to be a, this is definitely going to be a big screen movie watch. Yeah, I've heard a handful of spoilers. That I do try and avoid. Like it's not like, is is it coming to HBO too though? No, no, no right? It's, going it's, to, it's only doing. I think they announced right? it's going to be in HBO Max like forty days later though, oh, okay. which is kind of like rare that they're doing so early. Yeah. But um, I'm really excited. Colin Farrell is playing Penguin because you asked oh, about that before. Yeah, yeah, I did ask about. And apparently he's getting his own spinoff like miniseries show on HBO Max. Who Penguin? Yeah. Interesting. It's actually funny. After I went on a whole rant about Gotham, what they're planning to do on HBO Max is have a the Gotham PD show that's like limited, like six episodes, mm -hmm. and another one for Penguin, which is like six episodes. And I'm like, you just did Gotham, <laughs> where the main characters were Gordon and Penguin. Yeah. Which is funny. Let's uh, just redo it, but yeah, uh, let's I mean, take it seriously. This exactly. Time. It'd be serious. And I think um, Matt Reeves is like the main producer of all these, yeah, so like true. showrunner kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I'm interested like I want to know this is a unique take on Batman in the sense of this isn't his origin they're calling it like year two yeah this is so he's like, been doing it for a minute but he's not great at it he's yet. not great at it he's still focusing on being Batman more than Bruce he doesn't have like that over the top persona yet you know I didn't care for the part in the trailer where the one lady was like you're not I don't see you doing anything for the city you have all this money and I don't see you doing anything for the city and they yeah. kept intercutting it with him destroying the city in a car no, chase saving defending the city from the bad and then him chuckling at the end like she doesn't know what i did for the city yeah you caused probably like a shit ton of property damage <laughs> is what you did for the city there's actually and you're probably somehow profiting on that because whatever cleanup crew is probably a subsidiary of so fucking... there's a book called batman white knight by sean murphy uh -huh. that's really really good but one of the main premises bruce finds out there's a bunch of rich elite people that profit off Batman's destruction. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck is going on? I was like, you don't understand. Last time you stopped a mugger, you broke three buildings. Like, yeah. you're not helping. And he had this whole big realization of like, oh, shit, I probably should do this a little differently. Yeah. Really good. But, um, no, I'm very excited. I think Robert Pattinson, like, a lot of people still go like, oh, the Twilight guy. He's such no, a good actor. he is a great actor. He's, I am not worried about this. Yeah, he's done so many good things. I've heard a lot of weird rumors that, like... He's going to be a, a way... He's going to be a very emo Batman, Yeah, clearly, but um, I, I don't care for his haircut in this movie, but... Yeah. Well, there was a rumor the movie takes place in the 90s, but we see iPhones. Yeah. Like, before the first trailer, everyone said the whole movie takes place in the 90s. It's because of his haircut, I think. I Probably. think everyone... <laughs> Well, everything, it kind of reminds me, like, a little bit of Tim Burton's Gotham, because, like, Gotham feels like, they, I know they filmed it in London, or, no, they filmed it in Liverpool, but, like, Ew. yeah, but they wanted to have, like, this grimy feel, like, Matt Reeves said, like, Gotham needs to be its own character, Yeah, and I will, like, as much as I love the Nolan trilogy, Gotham was just Chicago. Yeah, Gotham didn't feel like shit, it didn't, yeah, yeah it didn't even feel, like, it didn't have a soul even like Chicago, you know what I mean, yeah. like, it didn't even have, Chicago at that point wasn't even part of the story. It was yeah, just... so, like, the last time Gotham felt like its own city was really the Tim Burton movies. Yeah, 100%. Like, it felt like a weird gothic, like, what, what's the time period? I don't know, because everything looks futuristic even or old. The, um... Schumacher? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, it had its own style. It wasn't a good style. No, but it had I, I didn't. But like, to, exactly. That's my point. I didn't. I didn't like it. Yeah. But um, so those are really good. I think I'm excited. I'm very excited. Uh, I heard first. I heard a rumor that we're gonna try and incorporate um, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker into this universe. Yeah. But then I heard a very, very different rumor from a test screening that kind of confirms he won't be this universe's joker if okay. there is one okay um which i wouldn't mind I, I like joker i think it's a good movie it's a good always going to bat for these white guys <laughs> i don't agree with um the director's comments about how you can't do comedy anymore you can't make any jokes anymore I just want to make fun of gays and black people it's so hard to be a white guy yeah, yeah. it's so hard but like as a movie itself no i really like i remember watching it going like this could be any character it doesn't have to be joker yeah. 
but as a movie itself, like Joaquin Phoenix dedicated some shit into that movie. He always like, does that weirdo. He does that method acting in that movie. But in the movie, I'm like, yeah, that was really good. And it could have, like, I keep hearing rumors they want to do a sequel. I'm like, it doesn't need a sequel. It's a standalone story that also, by the end of the movie, maybe didn't even happen. Like, he was in a psych ward. It could have been the whole, like, it's yeah. a perfect movie to be like, was it real the whole time? Who knows? Yeah. If you do a sequel, you're answering that question. It's like, one way or another. Yeah, like, that's not what I want. But with this series, I'm happy they're doing Riddler first. I'm happy he doesn't look like what you think the Riddler would look like. He yeah. looks like a serial killer. Yeah. Um, I have my own theories, plot-wise. Huge, huge Seven vibes going on. Oh, this. absolutely. It, you could easily stick this in a Seven movie. You could easily, easily have a very wet Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt. Just What's in the box? <laughs> like, it's very, very much, you know what universe he's building. Like, much like um, Bale's Batman, you can never see this Batman fighting Superman. Like, that was yeah, one yeah. thing I was okay with them making a new Batman to face a Superman, because you couldn't see those old Batman fighting anything like this. No. This Batman does not look like he's going to fight a guy with powers anytime soon. No. He can barely fight a guy with riddles. And <laughs> he can barely fight a motherfucker. <laughs> he just got called dumb by the Riddler yeah. and can't do anything about it. I think... He's I'm, getting his ass whooped by Catwoman, and he just met her two minutes ago. Exactly. Like, I, there's one thing Warner Brothers likes to do. They like to test things out in other media and see how it lands first. Yeah. One of those things since uh, Scott Snyder's run is the Court of Owls. And I think the Court of Owls are going to be part of the story. Where did they test it out? For- they test it out in the TV show Gotham. They're testing it out right now in the comics. The main villains mm. in the Gotham Knights com- or not comic, uh, video game mm. is the Court of Owls. I see. Uh, they've branched out and just made them a little more apparent. Like new action figure of a random Court of Owl character that you might not even know, but we're going to put it out there in the public. Interesting. Like, I think... A big part of Court of Owls is the Waynes had a connection. And, yeah. like, they've been part of Gotham this whole time, and Batman never knew about it, blah, blah, blah. I think the Riddler isn't the true main villain. I think he's going to reveal the Wayne connection to Court of Owls. I see, yeah. I feel like he's almost like a trick. Yeah. And the Riddler's not the main antagonist. It's going to be... Because he's trying to teach Bruce from when we know the trailer. He knows it's Bruce Wayne. It's yeah. Batman. I think he's trying to teach him about the Court of Owls and his involvement. Because even the first trailer, he's like, how am I involved in this? And he's like, you'll know. Yeah. You'll find out or whatever. Yeah, I, I think it's that. Yeah. I think they're going to bring in that as the next like big bad. I can um, see that. Yeah. Because it pops up a lot in the comics. Yeah. Uh, I think, regardless of what rumors I may have heard and other people may have heard, uh, I don't think we need a Joker for a while. No. Let's hit. Let, I want some new villains. Like I love that in the upcoming Batgirl movie, the rumor is Brendan Fraser's playing um, Firefly. Oh wow! And you know what? Fuck it. Why not? We'd never seen a live action Firefly. Let's do it. Even though it was one in Gotham, it was really weird. Uh, <laughs> everyone was in Gotham. It's ridiculous. I love it. It's insane. Um, but yeah, let's do it. Like, who would you want to see in a sequel? Or even this Batman movie. Because we know Penguin, we know Riddler. We know Penguin, we know Riddler. There's um, rumors of possible Joker stuff. I mean, I know we've done Scarecrow before, but a Scarecrow... A it wasn't dark, the main villain. A yeah. dark Scarecrow would always be cool. Like, like in a scary world, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, going real horror with Scarecrow would be with cool. With this kind of what appears to be this realistic exactly. universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Well, like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Some of the... Uh, like, it hasn't been done, like... yeah. I definitely want more people that we haven't seen in two different generations of like I don't need another yeah. Two Face. Two Face is a great character. I don't need another Two Face. Yeah, you don't need it unless you get Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right. I can all see right. that. <laughs> not that, then nothing else. But um, yeah, yeah I I can't think I can't think of any other like villains right now off the top of my head that I'm like itching to see because I don't know. You feel like you've seen them all, even though I've you seen, haven't. You've seen like six. You know what? <laughs> I like read doing another Poison Ivy would be cool. Yes. Fix that. Fix poison. Uh, they fix Bane, more or less. Yeah. Fix that one. Doing another poison movie. Honestly, cool. even doing another Mr. Freeze. I was getting ready to say the yeah. same thing. Even another Mr. Freeze Just would be fine. Just literally do Heart of Ice. Yeah. Just fucking shot for 100%, shot. 100%, honestly. <laughs> Just yeah. do Heart. Make us sympathetic yeah. for him. Let everyone make all their old Arnold Schwarzenegger jokes and go, we're going to prove you wrong. We're yeah. going to do a serious heart-wrenching version yeah. of Heart of Ice. I say, I, I would, that would be cool. And if you really want to sell everyone, call it Batman Heart of Ice. Just yeah. call the movie that. There you go. Because that would be pretty. Be... I don't know if you noticed this, but a lot of movie franchises don't want to put numbers anymore because yeah. they realize that does hurt the box office. Yeah. Because people feel they have to see the last oh, one. Oh, I gotta see the one. Yeah. So they realize giving it titles 
actually get some more money. So people can't tell which one is this. Is kind this of, two? Yeah. Is this three? I don't want to look it up. I'll just go see it. Think about the Marvel movies. It's only been Iron Man gets the one, two, three. Yeah, and and now that, he's dead. So now they have to stop it. Exactly. it went to the grave with him. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I'm really excited about this movie. I have high hopes. Uh, I like Zoe Kravitz. She's always been oh, I not, love like, Zoe Kravitz. not like amazing, but she's always a solid she's actress. She's great in whatever she's doing. Uh, Paul Dino, who's playing Riddler, is fantastic actor. Yeah. Who's always like in that Ethan Hawke category of like, I'm an indie actor. I yeah, don't do right? this kind of movie. So the yeah. fact that he's doing this is kind of like... How is it, it going to feel it, dark and gritty? Honestly, giving, having Robert Pattinson at this point do it gives He's a very good actor. Because he, he is picky with what he does these days. Well, it's since not, Twilight, yeah. A, he made all his money. Yeah. And then B, he wants to prove he's a good actor. Yeah. So like The Lighthouse or uh, High <laughs> Jesus Life. Christ. Or, oh my um, God, that one too. Uh, fuck, what was the one he had to get money for his brother? Oh fuck, I forget. Good that. Times. Oh shit, yeah, yeah. That's, That's a called. hard watch yeah. of a movie. Like, he's definitely proven himself as a good actor. Uh, I just... I hope this lands. I've seen some people not like in the regular general non nerdy public. Some people go like uh, another Batman. Like, yeah, I, is I, this what I want? I, yeah, I'm not surprised. But honestly. also, Batman is the kind of Spider Man as character where like everyone, everyone's gonna do it. Everyone knows Batman. There's three, I think, three superheroes. No matter where you are in the world, everyone knows Superman, Batman, Spider Man. One thousand percent. You may have never read a comic or watched or read any media, but, but you, you know, know who that is. You know who that is, and you know the general idea of what that character is. I'm curious about sequels only because allegedly Robert Pattinson fucking hates Matt Reeves. Oh wow! Apparently, Matt Reeves is the kind of director that makes he's like the um, fuck. Why can't I say his name right now? I'm drawing a blank. He's like the the Shining. Oh, um, Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. He's like that where he'll make you do that take a hundred times until oh, you get it fucking right, fucking apparently. Shit. And allegedly is all, you know, behind the scenes rumors. Like they almost got into a fist fight one Jesus time. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, like he's like especially during the pandemic, uh Pattinson openly said like he had to stay in Batman shape yeah, during the pandemic that. just to keep filming the movie and not look yeah. weird. So like while you have uh Colin Farrell who just Hey, you have to be fat longer. And he'll be like, yeah, mm-hmm. this is great. Sure. Cool, good man. Which, in fairness, you cannot recognize him. Yeah. I do not recognize him in that makeup. I'm very interested to see how they play that through the whole movie. But it would be hard to continue a franchise if the main star hates the director and vice versa. A little bit. A little <laughs> so, bit. So we'll see. But apparently tensions got very high on maybe they'll Maybe they'll find a way to make it work. Yeah. I mean, money talks. When, they, when the box office comes in and they're like, oh, shit, we beat Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, we made a billion? Sweet. Yeah. Let's just go from there. You want to come back? Yeah, I'll come Do you back. want more money? Yeah, yeah, I want more money. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's a, a nice little update on where the Batman universe is right now. It's exciting. Yeah. Some cool shit. Um, we have not talked about where our next episode will be, officially. No, we uh, haven't. Since we're here now, what Let's do you do think it. of doing, since I said it was a divisive movie, we can talk about in detail, The Dark Knight Rises. All right. I think out of the it. Nolan trilogy, everyone just... loves Dark Knight, everyone loves Batman Begins, I feel. Yeah. We don't need to do them. Yeah. Like, we talk about the one that's a little divisive. I, there's things I love about the movie, things I really fucking hate. Yeah. All Do right. you like good acting in death scenes? Sorry. Uh, then you don't like this movie. <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you for listening. Josh, where can they find you? Go to KrakoaRadio.com or you can go on Twitter and it's Xbrarian. It's a librarian with an X. That's what so about you, clever, man? So clever. Thank you. You can find me on Twitter at Madman3005. You can also find him on KrakoaRadio.com. You can. You absolutely can eventually. And until then, guys, same what I say last time. Same, same bat pod. Same, same bat, bat pod. Same different bat, bat time, I think it bat was. Bat time, you say bye. <laughs>